Welcome to The Working Therapist with Hayden Bolick, a podcast designed to help you grow more, do more, and be more as a therapist. The Working Therapist is an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. We're glad you've joined us for today's podcast. So here's your host, Hayden Bolick. So hey everybody, welcome to this episode of The Working Therapist. I'm Hayden Bolick, your host. So today we have Danielle Dixon with us and she's going to tell us all about her gym, Bravery Kids Gym. Danielle, why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself, tell everybody a little bit about you, and then we'll talk about the gym. Perfect. Um, I'm Danielle Dixon. I am a mom to a little eight-year-old girl, Avery, um, who has arthrogyposis multiplex congenita, which is like a physical deformity um, that she was born with, and that uh, sparked my interest to go into physical therapy. So I went to Fayetteville Tech and got my um, associate's degree for physical therapist assistant and was really interested in PT but not really pediatrics at first, actually. Um, So I went and worked at Cape Fear um, in the rehab center for almost three years, like two and a half years um, as a new grad and got to move around to a lot of different stuff. Uh So um, really liked the PT world. And my business partner, well, friend at the time in 2015 came to me at the beginning of the year and said, her name's Marcella Eubanks, sorry. Um, Still your friend. Still my friend, but now my business partner too. Um, She came to me and she was like, this is crazy. (laughs) Listen to my whole story before you say anything. And I'm like, okay, what is it? So she um, kind of just introduced this idea of a kids gym slash maybe retail slash maybe events and movies and I mean it was a very broad idea haircuts all like all kinds of stuff just a one-stop shop for your kids Um, and it kind of came from Marcella's son Brandon has autism and he was diagnosed a couple years ago Um, and then she said that she thought of me because of my daughter Avery and her special needs and we could kind of collaborate and make this gym um, accessible for kids with sensory processing disorders and for also kids that have any kind of physical disabilities um, and kind of come up with an idea to make it all work and for typical kids too she has a second child genesis and she's typically developing so um, we kind of were like let's come at this from a parent mom perspective mm-hmm. a PTA perspective and then make this work um, and fun for kids and you know so of course we started there and started looking at all the you know child activities here in Fayetteville which there are a lot of you know things for kids to do but we we were like there could always be one more you know <laughs> so um, the yep. idea kind of grew from from that initial meeting and here we are. We've been open a little over a month now. That's awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> well, my daughter also has special needs. And so I think from a mom perspective, if you have a child with special needs, you're always looking for ways to get them out there functionally moving and grooving and doing mm-hmm. their thing because you know what they can do because we're their mom. You right. know? So right. we know um, and we don't have any kind of limitations on what we believe our children can do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, of course, within reason, I don't know if the gene pool there is really for any of my kids to be neurophysicists or, or any kind of like <laughs> neurosurgeons or anything. I'm hoping that their gene pool is there, but I'm looking and I'm thinking, no, I don't think that's going to happen. But, but you can still wish that, it for them. We though. can if they want to be, a, uh, you know, whatever um, it is that um, maybe we'll get lucky. I don't know. I just want her to be happy and do all that she can do. I mean, mm-hmm. my goal is to help her do everything she can do in her life, whatever it is she wants to do. I'm just here to support her. So I'm always looking for places where she could just go and be a regular kiddo, mm-hmm. you know. But it's also kind of set up that she'll also be safe. And if there's a therapeutic benefit to it, then, like, sign me up on the dotted line. I'm there. Right. Right. And that's exactly. 
exactly what we wanted to offer yeah. with Bravery. Being a mom and special needs mom and PTA, and I think with both of us, Marcella and myself, I don't want to toot our horn, but we're getting a lot of good feedback. I mean, sure. from parents that have special needs kids and from parents with just typical developing kids, they're like, we love this gym. This is an amazing place. I had a mom just this morning say she has a one-year-old, a three-year-old, and a five-year-old. And there's not a lot of places she can take all of them and have something for all of them to be safe and be interested in. And she gave specific examples, which I won't give right now. Um, But for our gym, there was a lot for everybody to do. So she was spending most of her time with the one-year-old because he needs a lot more assistance and supervision, of course. But she was always within eye view of her other two children, and they were having a blast, and so was the one-year-old. Whereas if she took them to some of the other places, you know, the one-year-old would be bored or vice versa. The five-year-old's like, this is baby stuff, you know? So there's a lot of different stuff to do just for typical developing kids too, but it's all therapeutic and they don't know it, so... That's right. So you're kind of tricking them into doing their thing. Right. So what kinds of stuff do you guys have set up for people to do? We wanted to have a foundation. We didn't want to just say, okay, let's just have this, that, and the other. So we kind of went off of the um, developmental areas of child development, communication, social, physical, and cognitive. Right. We kind of based off of those four areas, and we wanted to make sure we had something in the gym for every one of those areas. So it's not just gross motor you know, stuff, or it's not just fine motor, it's not just motor physical, it's cognitive too. We have puzzles and arts and kinetic sand. Um, we have um, for social, we do games during open play hours. Uh, we will just kind of say, hey, we got a lot of kids that are about the same age, let's let's have an obstacle course, or let's do musical chairs, or that kind of invites that socialization aspect between the kids. Right. And you know, we'll do something for a few minutes with them to get them all working together. And And then we remove ourselves and they just play together, even though they didn't come together. There are five, six, seven different families of kids that all of a sudden are like, hey, my name's, you know, Anna, my name's Joe. And they kind of start playing together. So you sort of start leading it and then they can sort of the social interaction and play and then they pick it up and take off right and then the other one's communication which is kind of under that same you know social and and meeting each other and um so some of the stuff that we have that kind of falls under those categories is we have a reading room i'll start at the back of the gym kind of work forward yeah so we have a reading room it's just our quiet room there's a comfy couch in there it's real intimate there's um tons of different books to choose from um and kids can just sit down with a book have some quiet time um can go in there breastfeed if she doesn't want to breastfeed in public um, read to our children there's uh, several different things you can do in there um, then we have a sensory room it's more of our like our stimulating sensory room mm-hmm. there's vibrating toys there's uh, a hammock swing there's a sensory tent fiber optic lights that kids can kind of get on the beanbag and kind of roll around in right. um, there's also a bubble tube in that room as well which so, tell me about a bubble love. tube so it's really it's a it's a clear plastic pvc type tube that comes from the ground it has a seating stand that it sits in so it has like a bench around it yeah Um, it's filled with water like seven gallons of water I think there's an air compressor under it that just shoots bubbles up from the bottom and then it also has LED lights that switch colors so right now I think we pretty much keep it on the a rotating color pattern so it's like red green blue it just kind of blinks colors kids really like to just visualize
visually look at that. It's really stimulating. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a quieter space. So between the reading space and then the sensory room are more quiet areas. Right. So the reading the reading room actually has a door on it. So parents ah. can go in. They can close the door and have some private time with their right. kids. If, um, you know, if a kid is they're overstimulated and they sure. need to calm, they can take their kid and just calm down. Really, though, that hasn't really happened a lot, so it's really just been more of like a quiet sanctuary just because it is at the back of the gym, so it's it's a little quieter. Totally, um, yeah. The sensory room does not have a door on it, actually, mm-hmm. um, because we wanted we wanted to invite kids in. with It's a dark room because we have the bubble lights and the uh, fiber optic light, yep. so the overhead lights are not on. It is lit, but if we had the door closed, it'd be a little Too dark. dark. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we, it's an inviting room. They can see it. Um, from the main gym. I like the idea that you can see like that quieter space where the lights are and stuff from the big gym it sounds Mm -hmm. like. I think all kids sometimes just need a minute to sort of Mm -hmm. you know and so I like that you can see it from the gym because Mm -hmm. then if you're not that familiar if you're the parent you can guide your child in that direction or if you're the kiddo Mm -hmm. you know or if you're even teaching a child how to Mm self-regulate then they can start to recognize once they get to that level hey I'm just going to go sit over here and be quiet for a minute once they're shown Mm -hmm. that they can do that right kind of deal that's Mm -hmm. nice I like that you can see it yep yeah. That's a good idea. Thank you. But then going into our, uh, we have an event room where yeah. we do classes, um, birthday parties that are held in there. But the main attraction during like just our open play, yep. um, when there's not any parties or events going on in that room, is an interactive floor. It's ah. like a 10 foot by 8 foot game space. I think there was one at the mall. I've had some parents tell huh. me there was one at the mall for a while. I don't know if it's still there or not. Uh, there's about 15 games that just cycle through on that um, on that game pad and it has a sensor in the ceiling that somehow senses when you interact with the game. It just knows. It j- it's magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so kiddos can like use their feet to stomp run. They can use their hands if they're crawling. They can even throw an object which is okay, but that always tends to get out of <laughs> freak you out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah freak you out a little bit. Yeah. So, um, so that's kind of a fun little extra that people have. So for the game floor, then when you say it's got different games, is it like like you stand on them and they different things light up? To it's help understand it's the game floor. like you are in a video game, kind huh. of. You're standing on the video game projection. So there's like a soccer field game. So it has the two goals and it has the soccer ball. You can kick it and it'll go in the goal or it won't if you miss. Like it's pretty accurate. There's a step on the mouse game. (laughs) There's like a big block of cheese and the mice pop through the holes in the Swiss cheese. And you got to try to stomp on it like kind of like a -a whack-a-mole kind of game. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's kids really, really like it. So I love that it's um, because a lot of our little people love um, like a lot of video games Mm -hmm. that they get a lot of screen time and stuff and I think probably every mom or every therapist may worry about that getting too much screen time and uh, you know, right. it's always it's like balance. what's the right balance yeah so but a lot of times our people that I'm seeing for therapy and stuff do get a, a lot of screen mm-hmm. time so they're really good at it so it's an area of strength and you really want to highlight that strength mm-hmm. area and build that up because sometimes so many of the little people we see they don't get to highlight their strength areas mm-hmm. you know and so if that's such an area of strength for them so I love this that they can be like okay it's strength but yet they have to move their bodies oh my I love that. And when you're talking about moving their bodies and uh, we have one little kiddo, they're a member and he's about two, maybe a little under two. I'm sorry. I don't remember how old he is, but he is the cutest little kid and he comes in immediately runs to the interactive floor. Like they got to try to get his shoes off, like right at the door. Cause if That's not, great. he's, he's shot off, but he leaves the gym sweating. 
every time he comes. I love it. Like That's pure, awesome. like red face, pure, like just sweating. Like he That's is working great. so hard. He stays in there and he plays all the games and he laughs and claps and cheers. He really loves it, but it, he is working up a sweat. Like he's being so active right now. That's, and see, and what an awesome thing too for some of our kids with autism who do have trouble with that social piece, but they really are the good at screen time type of things. Right. Because sometimes I've noticed with them, with like playing ball with another child, they're just like, they're not that interested. They're like, oh, I don't want to play ball with you. They're to- multiplayer games. Yeah. There's so tons of kids on the mat at the same time playing the game. So it kind of know. helps to facilitate mm-hmm. that, but yet in an area of strength for them. Right. Which and I it, think that's great. And still in their comfort zone because, yeah. you know, you're kicking a ball back and forth with somebody, but not necessarily having to really interact with that person because right. they may be looking down at the floor, watching right. the ball. They're kicking it to you, but they're not actually in inter- You know what I mean? So it's it's like a bridge. Yeah. To kind of baby to, steps some, right. to get so they interact with somebody else. Exactly. It's, I think that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. So the game room, <laughs> reading, sensory, sensory, moving on. Moving on. We got the um, like art and puzzle area. Oh, good times. Um, I love yeah, that. Yes. So we, we have uh, lots of different puzzle boards, different blocks and peg puzzles, sure. smaller puzzles for different levels of kids development what kind of puzzle they can do at that moment and um, we have some kinetic sand in that now, area not again, interrupt again but do not love this kinetic sand i love I love it it is therapeutic it is so amazing <laughs> and just to put it in your hand and just let it like water fall out it's, it's awesome like, oh, what is that I, <laughs> it's like um, what is this stuff made of it's not actually sand i mean i guess it is but i think it's about best thing since sliced bread it's right. close so do you have like a big tub we have a big tub yeah, yeah. so um we started out with several individual tubs um but you know we started thinking about it and we were like if there's one individual tub of sand Mm -hmm. they can't really play together so we got the biggest one we could find so that three or four or five kids can kind of pile around it and they're learning sharing skills because all these little utensils they have to share um and taking turns and they're they're standing together they're standing um they can sit if they choose to we do have some chairs around but they're standing at the table Um, that's awesome yeah it's working on fine motor and imagination too that's great um and then in the same area we have um some coloring activities we have some wipe clean like uh, tracing books to work on handwriting and things like that that's great um yeah so kind of a good little area there so whose job is it at night to clean up the art room <laughs> we take turns because <laughs> i bet that's like oh you take the art room <laughs> i know i know right now i'll get the bubble too <laughs> <laughs> the way that our schedule is right now is there's only one of us closing it at, at a time oh god bless uh, you so but it's actually okay. I think we've both kind of, I know I have at least. I've got it down to a science. It takes me about 10 minutes to put everything where it belongs. Girl, it no, takes it me a, it's, wow. I mean, I grab a, we have a shopping cart in one of our imagination areas. Because um, we do, I didn't mention that yet, but we do have dress up and um, a kitchen and a tool bench set oh, yeah, too. Cool. So like kids can dress up and do imagination play and things like that. But that kind of gets the messiest because of the kitchen items, little French fries and little, you know, cups of milk and yes. tea sets and things like that and they kind of get everywhere yes. so I take the shopping cart and I just walk around the gym I put everything that goes in that area in there and then put it back in so it doesn't take that long and then disinfecting and cleaning and you know sweeping up somebody asked me this morning how much sand we lose which we haven't had to refill much but every night I'm sweeping up a whole dustpan of sand got off the be. floor. So I don't know where it's coming from. You know, we throw it away and refill, but um, yeah, it's lasting a while. That's good. Well, it's a top positive thing about kinetic sand is it does stick together. So that may be your saving grace. It does. That might be it. It does. So <laughs> when like, it when it dumps out, it's because somebody had to actually grab a handful and dump it out yes. on purpose. Yes, yes. But it does stick. So, well, that's good. Yes. Okay, so we move from mm-hmm. the puzzle room, mm-hmm. uh, fine motor, art, 
art. We okay. have the imagination kind of in that same category, I guess. Yeah. We also have an area for toddlers. So we do have a sign on the wall that says five and under, please. However, because some of our kids developmentally may enjoy those types of games and activities, but be 12 years old or 10 years old, mm-hmm. we don't limit the ages in that area. Like some, some places do limit. If you're over three, you can't be in this area. Um, we do keep an eye on it if we have a lot of babies crawling kids in that area and there's children that are older that are being rough you yeah. know we'll ask them hey stay yeah. over here we don't want anybody to get injured yeah. um but if you know if there's a 10 year old and they want to build some blocks <laughs> have at it you know have fun build blocks um there's like a toddler slot in that area there's um, um big foam blocks and then smaller duplo blocks um, there's some vibrating toys and, and chalk and a jumperoo. It's like yeah. a it's like a big tire. <laughs> we have one of those. In yeah. our, we have them in our clinic. Yep. Okay, yeah, yep. we, we love, love those. Jumperoo, jumperoo is good time. Have that all. Yes, it yep. is. <laughs> so we have a mini one in the toddler area, and then we actually have the full size large one in the in the bigger gross motor area. I did a podcast last year at the end of the year that was like my top ten toy picks for 2015, mm-hmm. and jumperoo was on there because that's just I mean that's a good time. It is, it and, is. and it's it's safe. And, yeah. you know, many kids can get on yeah. at one time, and it's, yeah. yeah, we like it a lot. I like that y'all are a little accommodating for ages, too, because, you know, sometimes with our kids with special needs, there are certain things that, you know, they don't necessarily fit into the age range mm-hmm. of what they can do and not do, you know, sometimes, right. so I think, and also kind of what they need. Right. So I like that y'all are a little accommodating to that, because some places aren't, and that makes mm-hmm. it hard sometimes, right. I think, for families, or it can be kind of exclusive when place doesn't mean to be, I just don't think they understand. Right. So I like that. That's exactly. Cool. Right. That's cool. Thank you. So right, our though. main gym gross motor area mm-hmm. uh, we have a bolster slide so it's a slide made of just rolling bolsters which nice. kids love oh, um, cool. we have a small uh, monkey bar area kind of for toddlers but it's in the gross motor section uh, we have the large jumperoo we have a rock wall for climbing we have a jump deck into a foam pit we have two different zip tracks that we can either hang a swing from or ah. a trapeze bar, depending on the level of physical ability of the child. Uh, monkey bars, monkey hooks. I don't know what they're called, actually. They're like little round loops. Something from Ninja Warrior? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> something from, exactly. Something like that. Yes, I don't know either, but they I are, but it sounds know. like right. it. Right. Then a slide in that area, a different slide. Different um, than the bolster slide? Different than the bolster, like a regular playground okay, gotcha. also. Yep. Um, there's like a two-level tower where kids can either go under it to play or go on top of it to go down the slide or go off the jump deck. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so um, I have a little mini trampoline just for, you know, like an exercise or trampoline too. Sure. Oh, we have swings. I forgot about our swings. <laughs> we, cool. have, we have like a nesting swing. We mm-hmm. have a platform swing. We have a toddler, like a high back chair swing. We have a mini bolster swing. Nice hammock swing <laughs> like, so where do they go from the zip line thing they do a crash pad so or there's they a they go into so one of the zip tracks actually goes on into the jump deck foam foam pit yeah that makes sense so um you grab onto the trapeze bar at one end of the track and kind of it's all self-propelled so you push off from the floor or a parent will give you a little nudge and you um you know lift your legs up and crash into the foam pit like pit of foam it is a pit, pit of foam pit of foam uh-huh yes well there's crash pads on the bottom there's yeah. three crash pads in the bottom and then foam blocks on top that's for cool. fun yeah 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 <laughs> so if the crash pads are safe foam blocks are uh 
The fun. The fun, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Mm-hmm. It's um, a lot of fun. So we'll we'll set up obstacle courses during yeah. open play and, you know, have kids start in one area and just kind of do different activities, you know, 20 jumps on the mini jump trampoline and then right. climb up and go down the bolster slide and then, you know, knock over this pin and then try to do the monkey bars. If you can't do the monkey bars, skip it. You know, go up, right. go, down, go down the slide, jump on the, you know, so we just kind of do um, – you know, obstacle courses like that to get kids interactive. We have some scooters in the gym too. So we'll set up, you know, cones and have them weave through on their belly or on their bottom and just work on strengthening. But they don't know they're working on strengthening. They're just having fun, having a little friendly race. Which is what kids do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, mean, that's how, that's how you do therapy is, you know, have fun and play and very Um, functional. Right. Kid. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I think if it's not fun, it's like, we work with kids. It's got to be fun. Right. I They'll mean, get bored or won't want to do it. No. Or, and yeah. then if you're doing like, okay, well, you know, 20 leg lifts, like, <laughs> right. like what, what seven-year-old is going to do that? I right. mean, wants to do that. Not many, you know, Mm-mm. it's no fun. But you can easily do it by just like stepping up and down on the, that mm-hmm. climbing thing, my bobber you got yep. talking about. <laughs> so, I mean, you've got stuff for like all variety of kids. So if you're at various physical levels, mm-hmm. then, you know, there, it sounds like there's something there that they all could do. Oh, uh, right. We even have uh, wall panels. On one of our walls, uh, we haven't had any kids in a wheelchair yet, but we mm-hmm. do have activities for kids in wheelchairs. Oh wow! Um, yeah. So we have the whole gym is accessible. Uh, the interactive floor, I'm sure a wheelchair would. Totally. I know we can go on the interactive floor. We have the wall panels for activities and stuff to do on the in there. The sensory room would be amazing. Um, we you know we do have the the high back swing. Um, if you know a parent wanted to take their child out of the wheelchair and yeah. have them swing for a while, that would be. Um, that's available too. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, also just a big space for them to, if you're like right. doing around the cones or mm-hmm. whatever, it sounds yep. like you could just eat safe place to do that, to move your chair through cones it and is. to keep up with kids who are running. It is. And my daughter wears AFOs on her feet and a lot of the places that we go, you know, it's socks only and we are socks only. However, we know that kids wear AFOs, so we'll just, just slip on a pair of socks over your AFOs, leave them on. They're not going to hurt anything, whereas, you know, inflatables or something might get punctured by an AFO or, right. you know. So, um, you know, my daughter just slips on a pair of socks over her AFO and plays along with everybody else. The other thing that I've, I've told parents, there's something that you want to recommend to us or, you know, your child has this special need and you want to see this accommodated. Just come ask us. We will try our best, and, you know, we want everybody to feel welcome and have fun at Bravery. So we want to make it as accommodating as possible. We, you know, while we think we've thought of everything, we probably haven't. So. <laughs> well, and I think it's good you're open to feedback. So how about for your own kids, for your daughter and then for Marcella's son? son. Mm-hmm. And doing Bravery, what have you learned about them and, and how have they interacted? And oh, it's so great. So Avery, she really gets along with everybody anyway. Yeah. But I've kind of learned more and more since she's there a lot. She really likes little kids. Like, she loves to be really helpful to the littler kids who are yeah. just learning how to walk or just learning how to, you know, um, interact with other kids. And, you know, they don't really know how to share yet, but she's such a soft, kind heart that she doesn't mind that they don't know how to share yet. She's like, oh, okay, you want my toy? Fine, take that. Let's go have fun, you know? <laughs> oh, so, yeah. and also Marcella's son, Brandon, I didn't know this, and maybe she did, but he is pretty coordinated, um, which is not common in the autism right. community. Right. Um, 
he does, you mentioned Ninja Warrior earlier, he will start on one side of the monkey bars. It's like a 90 degree angle of our tracks. He'll start on one side, he'll make that angle turn to the, the bars or the, the rings instead of the bars. Huh. And he makes it all the way to the end where there's a rock wall and he'll climb down the rock wall. Or, you know, and it's- That's cool. He's, he's kind of daring, so it kind of gets scary at times, but he's so super strong and coordinated and, um, you know, I know that he's just building up his core strength just more and more every time he comes and plays at the gym. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, same with Avery. There's things that she'll do. And I'll say, hey, um, we're kind of dealing with scoliosis right now with Avery. Um, some of the activities at Bravery and try to help her do her therapy. Right. Uh, but I can still sneak it in there, you know. Totally. And she's trying to keep up with the other kids. And she has a difficult time. We have some balance activities, too. I didn't even mention those. We have some balance stones and a balance, like a foam balance beam. They're just on the floor. So if any kid falls, they're not falling, but from two inches off the ground, (laughs) you know, they're good. Um, But she has a really hard time doing the squiggly foam balance beam. She can't do that reciprocal stance step. And um, she's been trying harder and harder because, you know, some of the typical kids that come into play, she's trying to keep up with them. And she may not be able to do it, but she certainly tries. And I can even tell she's getting, you know, three, four steps in before she falls off. Whereas before she'd get no step, you know, she'd put one foot and not even be able to step again with the opposite, you know, the opposite foot. So I can see, you know, it's, it's beneficial for her being there and for, for Brandon being there. So, I mean, if we can see that it's beneficial for our own kids, I know the other parents are thinking the same thing, you know. You guys went from your sort of dream about this to mm-hmm. now it's coming to fruition and you're able to see how it's working for your own kiddos. It's got to be a little gratifying it is. Every once in a while, Marcel and I will be doing something or something will happen at the gym and it's super insignificant, you know, in day-to-day life. It's, But then I'll look at her or I'll call her and I'll say, I'm, I'm going to cry, you know, and she's like, what happened? What happened? What, what's going on? And I'm like, well, I'll tell her the story of what I just saw, yeah. you know, and it's, it's not a big deal, but you, you know that you're making, we've set this up and it's going to make a difference yeah. in somebody's life, you know, and even if it's not like this tremendous, we've cured something, you know, we had a teen night, special needs teen night a couple weeks ago. Um, so it's four teens with special needs. There was a kid there and he, we had karaoke that night too. Um, and awesome. he was singing and dancing to Michael Jackson and, looking at you know we had the words up on the screen and he was just a singing come to find out I didn't know this but come to find out he's pretty nonverbal. and his grandma was like he doesn't do this this is not wow, normal he has awesome. never spoken this much before but because we had you know peers and just having yeah. a good time and he just kind of came out of a shell and you know we we have some videos up on our Facebook page but while I was videoing I was getting emotional you know and I'm not really the emotional type of person right. but you know I was like this is amazing like just yeah. that we get to see this and that we get to be invited to be a part of of this yeah you know yeah it is very special and I think sometimes I think for our little people it's just it's not necessarily the always the big stuff that makes the big difference I think it's the little tiny daily Mm -hmm. consistent day in day out day in day out opportunities and things that happen that really is the one that makes a big difference you know Mm -hmm. and it really starts to change lives not so much the waha because there's sometimes not that many of the waha there's not there's more of little tiny daily Mm -hmm. steps it's pretty special what y'all are doing with the gym I love it and I love a functional play with Purpose. play with a purpose mm-hmm. yep that's our our motto play with a purpose you know we we sat in marcella's office in her house for many 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 days <laughs> yeah. trying to come up with our idea and our mission and our motto and you know when we when play with the purpose came out of whoever's mouth it came out of we were that's it 
that's exactly what we want. That's that's what we want people to know that this is fun and this yeah. is playtime and this is amusement, but it's purposeful and it's going to benefit their child. Nowadays as well, there's a big push with childhood obesity and, mm-hmm. and a lot of our little people with special needs are not obese children at all, but yet they're really not that cardio-wise that healthy you know our little people who are, are visually impaired you know they're not mm-hmm. going to run across the playground because they don't see the other side of the playground so there's nothing to run to you right. know or you know some of our kids with autism they're not that motivated to run across and let me join and tag with all these other kids and mm-hmm. run around with tag that's just something we take for granted mm-hmm. when you've got kids that are typical development they're just going to run and play tag and they're going to jump over things and that's mm-hmm. just going to happen on the playground so i like the idea that y'all got something set up that kind of encourages and mm-hmm. makes it happen without you know being too forced Right. You know? Yeah. It's inviting. Even some of the toughest sensory cases will come in and just look and say, you know, I want to do that. And I think there's something, e- even if it is sitting with a puzzle, then they sit with a puzzle for a little sure. bit and then they get up and go do the interactive floor. And that's mm-hmm. pretty active. And then yep. five minutes later, maybe they got five minutes of exercise and they go sit in front of the bubble tube, you know, right. but there's going to be something that's inviting to them and that can get them off their seat. And As the kids get more familiar with an activity, I think it will make it easier on the playground. Makes them comfortable Mm -hmm. and, yeah, inviting, right? And a lot of our little people have a lot of gravitational insecurities. Mm -hmm. And so they're not going to want to climb up on a ladder to get up to the side on the playground. But yet, if they are doing it in a safer place, Mm -hmm. where it's also maybe fewer children at one time. Right. Then they'll kind of be able to... Nobody's rushing them from the back, pushing them up the stairs. Hurry, go, go. Yeah, no. And we're also a play place that... We don't have a coffee shop and recliner chairs for our parents. <laughs> we have a sign-up that says parental supervision is required, of course, um, but parental participation is encouraged. Um, we want our parents to get it. I mean, we know you're with your kid 24 hours a day, and, you know, sometimes you just want a break. Right. Well, bravery's not really that break for you. <laughs> you know, um, we do activities with our, with our kiddos, but not all the time. You know, we want our parents to take off their shoes, put their socks on, go out, and play with your kid and um, see what they need to work on. Were, were they scared going up the rock wall? You didn't know that, did you? Well, let's encourage them and give them, you know, some motivation and build their skills and their confidence um, and, and recognize that as a parent, what your child needs and what they're craving and, um, you know, what kind of attention they want. What do they want you to see the most, you know? Um, but, you know, sometimes we're in our phones while the kid's at the playground. We take mm-hmm. the kid to the playground, we sit on the bench, and we're playing whatever or on social media or we're doing whatever, mm-hmm. and our kid's playing. And, you know, I don't know if we really see that they're constantly looking over at us, looking for our approval and our attention. And, you know, we really want our parents to get out there and give them that attention and give them that approval that they want and crave. And at the same time, if you've had a really hard day and you want your kid just to come play, have a seat, take a seat, <laughs> we'll right. play some games. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not a big deal. But we do encourage that yeah. participation and having fun. So, Danielle, thank you so much for being here with us today. I love it. I love any kind of activity that's functional because that's what it's all about. You know, as we're working with kids and helping them do what they're going to do in this world, it's it's all got to be functional because it can't just be an isolated one moment in time and then okay so that's great you can do it in the speech room or in the pt gym or the with the the ot right but if you can't get it out there and about Mm -hmm. then i don't really get it so i love functional type of stuff and i love like kids just being kids and doing their regular thing because that's what Mm -hmm. they do and it just makes sense if you kind of use all that then 
the carryover just happens. Right. So I love the whole bravery gym concept idea. It sounds like y'all got awesome stuff. I'm all about seeing the pit o foam. So um, and the whole like bubble tower thing. Yes. I still got the name wrong, right? Bubble, bubble tube. Good. <laughs> anyway, bubble tube. And so um, and I think um, people who are listening, whether they live here or not, hopefully what your idea will do will just encourage them to find places that are similar to this, mm-hmm. or maybe even try to begin to do something like this. Right. I don't know, but right. um, even if they're going to just a playground, if they don't have a situation where they have a bravery gym or something mm-hmm. like a bravery gym, just to get As kids parent, out about and doing. Show your kid what to do and, and play with too. them. And yeah. So thanks everybody for listening, and I'll catch you next time on another episode of the Working Therapist. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of the Working Therapist, an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. If you would like more information regarding this podcast or would like to get in touch with us for any reason, visit us on the web at www.pediatricdt.com. That's pediatricdt.com. 